The Texans took Lonnie Johnson, cornerback out of Kentucky. Here's what they said about him. They said he's kind of dumb. He went to take the ACT whiz, and he spelled his name wrong so they wouldn't score it. Because, you know, you get however many points for spelling your name right. You put too many N's in Lonnie. <laughs> are, you, are you serious on this one? Yeah, 100%, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. We're all three here in Studio B today, that's why it sounds different. We are watching round two. Are we still round two? We're watching the tail end of round yep. two of the NFL Draft right now. Just happens to be that that's the topic of our show today. We're going to talk about the first couple of rounds. We'll see if anything exciting happens in round three as we're recording, and we'll tell you what we think uh, about these guys, who we like, who we lo- landing spots we like, and those that we don't. Um, full heads up, we're all in the same dynasty league now. The Bullfrog here has joined the good Doc. Has- Woo-wee! Oh, that was a great catch. Charles Woodson out there. The uh, the good Doc has also joined our Dynasty League, so be prepared for conversation. I think there's there have been like 47 trade offers between the three teams in the last two days. It's fun. Uh, I so like I'm it. sure we'll get to that at some point. Do we talk news first? We should talk news. We're not super prepared for this episode. Uh, just a fair warning. We're going to go off the cuff, but we do have a little news. This week in football. Just two things. Uh, just a few days after the DA said that they were not going to touch the Tyreek Hill case because of lack of evidence, there was that leaked audio. Uh, the DA heard it and decided to reopen the case. At this point, I expect him to be arrested and <laughs> cut from the team. What are your guys' expectations? of his Specifically of his penalty... For football, From it's not looking good. Um, I I could see the same type of situation, yeah. But I don't really understand, like, with the hunt. So the Chiefs cut him, but then it's okay for another team to just pick it up. You know, I don't really understand what the thought process on that is. But I would imagine he would get a second chance at some point. Well, I think that was the Chiefs' idea was that we, we don't allow that that sort of character on our team, right? And then they went and signed Frank Clark. Frank Clark. Frank Clark, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe he gets suspended for eight games or a season. No, no, no. The Chiefs just... Adrian Peterson got suspended for an entire fucking year. <clears throat> was right? it a whole yeah. yeah. Yeah, a season. A yeah. season. For... Or, was, or was part of that his knee? No. I, I think I think he got like suspended like the second, third week or something yeah. and he was gone. I don't see how Hill's going to get... I mean, they get a broken arm. Yes. Yep. Right? Apparently punched his kid. And the audio yeah, punches says, him in the chest when he gets in trouble. Instead of spanking his ass, he, he says, open your arms and boom! He's three. It, three. It, it, <laughs> toughen up, motherfucker. Right. So, I mean, I'm not defending Adrian Peterson using a cane, but at least Adrian Peterson, I think that was how he his, how he grew up and that, that was his mentality of not right or wrong. But I think he's getting at least a year. He'll get on out a year. It's not good. It's not good. He's young. You know, I don't know. Maybe he can go through some counseling and some treatment. Uh, maybe you'll see him again. So we'll get into... But I think the Chiefs offense does drop a notch or two. We're going to get into these draft picks later, and we're going to talk about Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs, because something interesting just happened a few picks ago. We'll get there. Uh, The other bit of news here, nothing's locked up, but before the draft started, uh, news was, the rumors were that there were only two teams that were still interested in Josh Rosen. That was the New York Giants and the Miami Dolphins. We all saw what happened last night with the Giants. Taking a terrible quarterback decision with Daniel Jones at number six. Um, so it, it looks at this point like the Miami Dolphins are going to trade for Josh Rosen. They're talking about a deal that includes a second round pick, I assume next year, because the second round over just about. But uh, interesting landing spot, I suppose. Fitzmagic is not the answer long term, but he might be somebody that Rosen can learn from. Wiz, we have both of these guys. Is Rosen for sure been traded yet? No. I mean, Rosen right 
I can't see them getting anything for Rosen at this point. They really fucked this up big time. There were it, well, the talk was it might include a second round pick. You took him number ten, or you traded up last year number ten from overall. They really fucked up. They fucked up. I still like Rosen though. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, you saw one 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 year on a really terrible team. I, I'm not willing to say With that terrible he's, coaching. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's that he's washed up or anything. I, th- I think there's hope for us still. I would fits magic. I can't believe he's still on our team, but he's a he was a great fantasy quarterback when he played last. Yeah, uh, very intermittently. Yeah, I think I think last night during the draft when Kyler Murray was picked, they brought up the the percentage of pressured dropbacks for Kyler Murray was like six percent, and for Rosen was thirty four percent pressure. Yeah, so like. You know, it's hard to tough, rate. Tough yeah. to tough to improve. Put him with some protection and some weapons. And he's not a mobile maybe he quarterback. Turns into a pretty good player. Yeah, I still like Rosen. I'm not, I'm not really ready to throw the towel on him. Yeah, I'm not, we're not going to drop him. I, I think if, if if Rosen is is if he goes pro this year, he's probably the number two quarterback taken. Oh, yo, this is a terrible draft class. I'm just it for sure. That's all the news we really want to talk about today. Two big pieces. We'll keep our ears open for the Tyreek thing. I'm guessing. Cut from the team. Wiz says suspended for a year. Oh, I think he's uh, and cut from the and team. And cut from the team. Both for August. We're all sort of in the same camp at this point. That eight-game suspension is wishful thinking at this point. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. But once again, we're going Bullfrog to finish off the series. Frog, you wrote it did in. You get, did you got one? No, you no. should... You- Taking care of last night. We did I feel like uh, I feel like on the episode today with the draft coverage, we're going to be uh, talking a lot about wide receivers. Okay. Simply because there's been how many running backs drafted so far? Two. Yeah. So not too much to talk about them. Uh, and the quarterbacks are kind of shitty. Shitty. So, a lot of d- deep in the middle range receivers. So a I figured of- it'd be the, a great week to uh, test your guys' knowledge on uh, wide receiver trivia. We can try. Are you ready? For sure. All right. First question. Who holds the season record for most catches? Single season record for most receptions. Jerry Rice? Nope. Chris Carter? Nope. Randy Moss? Nope. Terrell Owens? Nope. Timmy? Nope. He, it was accomplished in 2002, 143 receptions. Marvin. Marvin Harrison. Nice job getting on the board this week, Wiz. Nice done, buddy. Damn. All right, next question. I would have never come around to Marvin Harrison, though. Most receptions in a game. Two. Two for two. How many? 21. 20. 20 catches. What is that against the Bears? I feel like it was. I have an answer for you. I feel feel like it was against the Bears. Let's not talk about it. All right, next one. Most touchdowns in a single season. Moss. Randy Moss. 23 touchdowns. touchdowns. Good lord. All right. I'd take take a fantasy season like that. Josh Rosen traded to the Dolphins. We broke the news. (laughs) (laughs) Live. Just happened. Uh, What's the compensation? We'll figure it out. Google it for me real quick with... I'm working on some oh. stats right now. Okay. Man. Maybe it'll say right here. Nope. Oh, it was this pick? This round right two now. pick? Yeah. What'd I say? For a round two this pick. This is just embarrassing. The Cardinals right they now. They traded the 60 At second. least for a round two pick. Overall, we don't know if it's yeah. anything else, but definitely for the round two pick. They, got, the they, right they have to be a fucking embarrassment right now. Yes, they are. Yeah. Now, do they still the same GM, or is he is he gone as well? Oh, that I don't know. It sounds yeah. like it was just for that. Just for that one pick, yeah. And that's the good doc talking about it. Rosen is a dolphin. There you go. Hey, that's a good move for them. That's it's a hell of a good move it's for them. It's a great move for them, yeah. the 62nd overall. All right. Hit us with keep, more stats. Keep on rocking here. So then I wanted to kind of dive into what were some of those biggest receiving games ever in the history of the NFL. So I'm looking at there has been six games of over 300 yards. What? Okay. Six games. Six guys. Julio. Julio is one. Holy now, there's shit. only two current guys, and that was one of them. Yeah. Well, who do you think the other guy is? Odell? Nope. Over three. I think he's got two. Nobody seven. playing right now. Well, Julio's the only one currently playing, but there's another guy that's very common. You guys all know who he is that broke 300 once. But when you mean like he's, he's retired? Yes. Recently. Randy. Not Randy. More recent than Randy. Calvin. Uh, Calvin. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, do you guys know any of the old time names? Probably not. So I'm just going to give well, them to you. Well, how, how, old, how old are we talking? 1989 here? season. Could, could Jerry? No. Nope. Yes. These guys are all guys I've never heard of. How about the guy from uh, Seattle? Nope. Uh, Allworth or whatever. Steve no. Allworth. He was on there a bunch of 200s. But so here you go. The the seat the record holder belongs to Flipper Anderson okay. of the Rams. 1989, <laughs> 336 yards. A long way. <laughs> Flipper Anderson. All right. Flipper. Interesting Flipper. note here. I was like, all right, what did he do on the season? So in that one game, he had 336. His season was only 44 catches for 1146. Yeah. But in that season, he did uh. One quarter of his production. In that season, his, his yard per reception was 26 yards per catch on the season. Number two belongs to Megatron at 329. Number three with 309, Stefan Page from the Chiefs in 1985. So again, he went 309 in one game on the season. He was only 43 for 943. So guys just have these freak games. Just, and no, not counting Kelvin on that. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Number four, 303, Jim Benton of the Rams in 1945. There you 1940. Go. That's tough. And and fucking, I wonder what his yards And the doctor was talking about. His yards per catch was 23.7 on the season. 23.7. Had, had to be high. They don't throw yeah, He had 45 catches on the what season. Team? That was for the Rams. So it would have been the St. Louis. I don't know who the Rams would have been back then. Fucking A. There was actually another lion on the list. In 1950, Cloyce. Box put up 302. How about that? Wow. Close uh, box. Sorry, nice to, box. Sorry to bore you guys, but. <laughs> no, that's good. We had this conversation, I think, last week. We talked about the deep ball a little bit, how yeah. it didn't seem to be quite as pre. Uh, oh, did Isabella just go? Ooh, I like that guy. Oh, he's just talking about best available, right? We talked about the long balls uh, last week a little bit, and it's, it's actually a fact based on statistics that. Uh, it seems to be that the long passes are much less prevalent these days in the NFL. Uh, I went and looked at the yards per reception leaders over the last fucking 41 years I Yeesh. dug through. D. Sean Jackson's had lots of uh, lead leaguer, lead leaguing uh, yards per receptions. 18.9s, 18, 17.9s, 20.9s. And every year when there was a 20 per there was only 120 per. If you go way back into the fucking mid to late 80s, you would get four or five guys that averaged over 20 yards per reception. Jeez. And eight-ish. now you can't even get one guy that averages 20. But why is that? Is that because the change of the offense? I think, yeah, I think all, the West Coast offenses well, is going to those short routes. Right. And the, I mean, they're not, Lincoln, they're not Duncan, doing 7 you know, Tom Brady shits, yeah. But interesting, you know, you don't get those long. Oh, the Arizona Cardinals picked Andy Isabella. Nice. You don't get those long uh, Lynn Swan fucking highlights, you know. Uh, so then I was like, all right, well, what's what's the difference? The reception's got to be different. Well, in this last season, there was 11 100-yard receivers, or excuse me, 11 players had 100 receptions, okay, okay. in 2018. So when you look back into those days where all those players were happening, you know, it's down to like two guys. Yeah. Three guys. Yeah. Zero guys would even get 100, 100. receptions back Correct. then. And now you're getting game changed. They get 100. Yeah, so it's just the the way the game's played. Like the you ball's said, not being Tom Brady, downfield it's as much three anymore. step drops and get rid of the ball. So it's, it's it, I, I think it's transitioning to those small, quicker receivers are the better NFL receivers oh, yeah. in today's game than the big boys. Yeah, there's a lot I mean, more. Still, I'm, nice not sure, I'm not sure you can boys. make a blanket statement. I mean, Kelvin Johnson was a once in a generational player. Julio Jones is a once in a yeah, generational player. Yeah, if you're that guy. Yeah. But if you're just some numbnut 6'4 receiver like Green Bay tries to draft four of them, <laughs> well, they just get drafted and go nowhere. We'll find out. Let's talk about our main event, and that is this NFL draft. This portion of the show, folks, might sound choppy because it's a living, breathing thing, and we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about it as it's happening. We're gonna be changing our minds as it, things are happening. Let's just jump right out of the gates. First question: Let's talk about the first round yesterday. Any big surprises? Anything took you guys uh, by surprise that you're shocked at for good reasons, bad reasons? Somebody fell. Somebody went too high. What were your thoughts? Last night. I mean, the easy ones, Daniel Jones going to the Giants at six. Um, Have you guys seen all the uh, New York Giant fans? Ugh. 
All the fan reaction I videos. I are they, posted are they one, upset and bitter? I posted one on Twitter of these like, two younger guys. Maybe they were like 16 to 18. <laughs> this kid's just fucking flipping out, flailing. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, like pulled his Why? Oh, himself yeah, 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 he wedged himself with his fucking underwears hanging out. And he falls and takes a dive on the floor. And I'm just laughing my ass off. Oh, yeah, people are real pissed because he's a garbage quarterback. I saw the, I saw the, they were having a draft party up at uh, the, the, Fouling Warehouse up in Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. one of these radio shows I listened to, and they showed all the Lions fans. It was kind of similar to mine. A lot of like, oh fuck, here uh, we go again. You know, it wasn't. The, you were disappointed you in Hawkinson. Yeah, and I'll talk about it a little later in the show. It's just about the, it's what, a I, what my, back what to my feelings. You know, it really got into my feelings that picture. There goes DK Metcalf. You gotta take the, the emotions Seahawks, out of it, buddy. I told how many times I tell Doc last night the Seahawks. Look at that guy. That can't even Metcalf. be real. Yes, That's his teammate, AJ Brown. He looks. Uh, like they've been small, shooting up dude. roids together. Look at, look at how big he is. Oh, so that that's uh, he's that's not going to be able to get Antonio open. Brown's cousin, then there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that motherfucker, that size, ran the fourth. Right? Oh, his dad Terrence was a Metcalf, O lineman for the, the Bears. Huh? Ba- Bears, what? Bears O lineman in 08? His oh, son is dude, already all going. guys have kids already. His like son's that already going pro. Yeah, that's eleven years later. Right, so he's eight. Yes. He was seven when when he came into the league. Okay. Looks a little like Calvin, right there, running. That's what they say. No, I don't think he looks like Calvin at all. Just, just, just running, physically. physically. Anyway, oh, where were we? Oh yeah, Daniel Jones. Yeah, and it, you Sorry. look at his his game log. You know, you can talk about his game log if you want. You know, just fucking terrible efforts versus shitty fucking ACC teams. Uh, Lost a lot of games. In oh games, my goodness, I think in his lat like. Three out of his last four regular season games, he had like 100 yards passing and like one or zero touchdowns. So bad. He blew up against one opponent. I think it was North Carolina because they're just a yeah. fucking stout team. Yeah. you know. Well, he and ran I, for 200 yards against And then North he played Carolina. really good in their bowl game or some fucking senior bowl. A senior bowl he the whole played point really good in. says the New York Giants team office is that he is a great comp for Eli Manning, so they wanted him because they could just keep it going. And because his yeah. quarterback coach <laughs> or something was also Eli and Peyton's friend or coach Correct. or something. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. It's a good connection there. Too. All right, so let's just talk about favorite players, favorite landing spots. Oh, no other surprises? No, he's just sitting back. My, yeah, I mean, I mean, surprises. I liked, I liked the defensive guys that went early. I thought, uh, was it who's the the uh, Clemson end? Was it Farrell? Farrell, Farrell, Farrell. That was, I thought that was a great Cleveland, Cleveland Farrell to <laughs> Oakland. Awesome. I think that actually helps the the Oakland offensive players. Yeah, so I like that. Well, um, I thought it was a super, obviously. I thought it was surprising that Haskins fell. I thought he'd go higher. There was a lot of talk even at four of him going to Oakland. I'm glad that Oakland didn't take him. We were to, well, who else I like, and doctors got to like here, is Jonah Williams going to the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. Oh, yeah. That was a great... If, I mean, oh, it's yeah. about damn time that they start addressing that O-line a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that, that should help out Joe Mason. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was thinking that, too, when I saw that. So I like that pick. The The Cardinals are giving... Cardinals are having a nice little draft here, I think. They're having a great draft. <laughs> we'll see if it can uh, put anything together for them <laughs> or not. Great draft. I'm not... I'm not I don't like Murray. I'm not that high. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be. He's a good fit for the offense. He's a one trick pony. He's a good. Which trick? Would it be his ability to run? Would it be his ability to extend the play? Would it be be his ability to throw off platform or off the ground? Okay. Would it be his incredible downfield accuracy? Would it be his incredible quick release? Not incredible downfield accuracy. Yes, to extend the play. Yes, that's what. That's what I would say. He's good. That's what Kingsbury likes. Feels like it's one of the more important. Tricks. Here's the here's the most see. important. Was that Lamar Jackson? You want to know the most important no, quality he ran the ball. that he needs to have is Russell Wilson's ability to avoid contact. So that's Russell like never fucking gets handled. So if you've read read anything, and if he has that about Kyler Murray, they say he's got that, it. These people say they've never seen some, a rushing quarterback or or a dual threat quarterback that is able to avoid hits like. Yeah. I like, mean, even like sensing the pressure, Russell does such yeah, a good job of yeah. like feeling it coming. And Murray's the, the kind of guy like he'll he'll go he'll go out of bounds, he'll throw it away, he'll even just go down if he's going to get sacked because he don't want to get hit. He's just a tiny guy. Yeah, he gotta, should. He gotta be. Yeah. Somebody I did read something that said uh, one of his coaches compared him to. I haven't seen someone be 
to avoid tackles since Barry Sanders. Yes, yeah. Sid. I was like, whoa, 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 not, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not to the same yeah, name that's as pretty Barry <clears throat> He's good. He, I think he's a great fit for the offense. That's all I'm saying. He's a See, better fit for the offense than Josh fucking Rosen was for the for the offense he wanted. Yeah, because with Kingsbury there, yes, I agree with you. Yeah. So you got to draft to the position. Um, all right, so who do we like? Who do we like from yesterday? Who went somewhere solid yesterday? Who do we hate their landing spot from yesterday? Wiz, start us off. You haven't said much yet. Um, who I also least like, and it looks like you have as well, is Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma going mm-hmm. to... Baltimore, oh, where receivers go to die. What a terrible, terrible... I mean, Lamar Jackson threw the ball 24 times a game, and most of those were three feet in front of the receiver in the dirt. When he played a good defense in the playoffs, he threw 57 yards up until the yeah. fourth quarter. Okay. Yeah. So it's a shame. Marquise Brown looked like he could be a good player. I mean, he's a little guy. I mean, he threw six TDs last year. Lamar Jackson did. I just don't have a lot of faith that... From a fantasy perspective, you can you you can't trust Marquise Brown. Anybody, this Hollywood, right? Marquise is Hollywood. Yeah, which one is which one's Antonio's cousin? Marquise, Marquise or AJ? Marquise. Oh, so I was talking about the other. Uh, one. Yeah, anybody that went to Baltimore, like this was the landing spot from hell that you knew they were going to take. A well, receiver. you saw him crying. I'm pretty sure that was yeah. the reason why. <laughs> of course, that was the reason why. Um, well, little guy like this, you know, he catches a lot of short routes. I, my note here was that in order for him to be successful for fantasy, he's a volume guy. He's not going to, he's not a deep ball threat. He's not going to go one-on-one and catch a 50-50 ball in the end zone. He needs a lot of catches. 24, 24 passing attempts a game on average for Jackson last year. It's not going to cut it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Baltimore's a terrible, like with him. Flacco, it was a terrible landing spot for receivers. With Lamar Jackson, it's a much worse landing spot. I agree with you. Agreed. Give me one you like, Wiz. I liked Nikhil Harry going into New England. Okay. You want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because the whole fucking team left. They're all retired. Gronk's gone. Retired. Hogan's gone. Danny Playoffs is gone. Patterson went to the Bears. He's he's a big receiver. And I, I think the offense is going to continue to regress. I understand that. But that's still one of the better offenses in the game. Um, he is 6'2". He's a bigger receiver. He can get, at least from my understanding, he has good hands. He doesn't have the best speed, but he has good enough hands. And I think if as long as you can build the trust of Tom Brady, it's, it's he's a good enough receiver to score. Yeah, the two things that if you read anything about Nikhil Harry, um, the two things that stand out are he runs a, he runs a great route, especially for somebody who's 6'2", yep. right? He's 6'2", about like 220. Or he's, he's a bigger guy. He's a bigger guy. He runs a really great route. And he's he's got those really aggressive hands. He's a 50, he's a fifty fifty ball receiver. Like you can throw it up and know he's going to go get it. So talk about trust. If you can just chuck it up and let somebody go get it, that's what Nikhil here is going to bring. Big dude, fast dude, runs a great route, and he's going to. And go we still get don't know it. what the fuck Gordon's doing. Correct. Um, I think the comp here. Well, not, Gordon not, did sign a, an extension. I know that two year yeah. two year uh, rights. A, a poor man's comp here is Elshon Jeffrey like. Okay. Not, not not very fast, but but can go up and get the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think it helps his fantasy value. Why would you not take a flyer on him? I think it's fine for New England because it fills a void. Yeah. But I just listen to Brady, you, all the receivers that are gone. Tom Brady, Edelman, baby, no longer throws downfield. At, I mean, maybe five. Six but, times but a when, game. Before Gordon went on another not bender, that, Josh probably. Gordon was. You could plug him in your lineup. He had like one good game for New England, maybe two. Josh Gordon last year? Yeah. He played only, what, six games? He had three three touchdowns, whatever the fuck it was? So I saw an article to the effect that you're speaking to today. It was called Why Why the Landing Spot Kills Harry's Value, right? Or something like that. Why the, How the Patriots are going to kill right. and kill Harry. Yep. Um, and it's the same point. It's just that. You know, this is a guy that can go downfield and jump And up he's not the, the perfect route runner that's going to get the quick open like, like your Adelman's and shit. Route runner. He's just yeah, bigger. Not, so looks, not a quick longer. space, right? Look what Gronk. Look what Gordon did in the end zone. That, that right. I, if he becomes a red zone correct. target, then great. And if that's the case, then yeah, he could have a great value, you know, because if he can get to double digit touchdowns, we'll see how well. Traditionally, too, rookies and young receivers in New England take time. Sure, maybe more there than any other landing spot. Complexity to yeah. really get the the playbook oh, down and that's... all the ins and outs. Yeah, uh, uh, one one of his definite spots that he could shine is in the end zone. However, in college, you know, he's never, he never had more than he never had double digit touchdowns in any of his four years that he played in college. He had twenty two total touchdowns in the four years he was there. So that's not great. So for whatever reason, that didn't happen. What are we looking at here? Is this the West Virginia kid? That's a Toledo Rocket, isn't it? 
Deontay Johnson, maybe, for the Steelers. I don't know. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah it was Deontay, Deontay Johnson, Johnson Toledo. Toledo. Fucking, t- I hate fucking Toledo. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, okay. How about, uh, so I think we're split on this one. The other one I wrote down from yesterday was Noah Fant. I think I like I like the landing spot for Noah Fant. It has been well documented on this show, the love affair that Flacco has with his tight ends. He's not going to throw it to his receivers because he doesn't do it. He loves his tight ends. We've talked about Hyerman. Is that now? Although, as you said, you know maybe some maybe some two tight end sets coming um, to slow things down a little bit for that Vic Fangio team. How much I, I like slower Noah can Noah. you expect it down from a Vic Fangio offense? Really, let's talk about that. Well, Noah Fant's not slow, right? So he's fast. He's an athletic freak. You imagine he can get open against safeties. That's all you need to do. I think it's a good landing spot for a kid that, you know, I'm not real high on Noah fan. I don't think he's a great player, but you can't ask for a lot more as a tight end than going to Joe Flacco. Over the last four seasons, Joe Flacco has thrown for 16 TDs on average per season. Real bad. Really bad. The best you can hope on a Noah fan is a, a streaming tight end. That is that's the, the absolute best. best. Let's, that's the best you can hope out of almost all the tight ends, though. So let's be fair. Uh, I would say there are, there are there are seven to eight tight ends that you that you can plug in and every, every, every. Then there's probably three to four that you, seven to eight. Yeah. Okay. Kittle. You want me to go through them right now? Yeah. Kittle. Ebron. Ebron's not. Right now he is. That's why we're trying to McDonald. No, I wouldn't necessarily say McDonald yet. He's in a great spot that maybe he could turn into that. Ertz. 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 Kelsey. Kittle. That's about it, I think. Those three. Who's up in uh, uh, Minnesota? Right. Rudolph. Rudolph. I, he's, he, Ingram, he would plug it in there. Ingram, you're playing. And uh, o- uh, Sim- o- Howard. OJ Howard. Howard. OJ Howard can't stand Henry. We'll see about Hunter Henry. Okay. Like some some there's question there's, marks there's, on Okay, there's about eight guys. Maybe. That, my point here is Fant is a, a best Herndon? Did you say Herndon? No, I did not. You did. <laughs> um, I just have no faith in Joe Flacco. He's dead. Joe yeah. Flacco is gone. He's done. He's never been real good, but tight ends. He has thrown for t- over more than 22 D's, TDs only three times in 11 seasons, man. That is terrible. It's not great. How much... How, there's, That's why I write off all the receivers on that team. But I'll take. There's not end. enough touchdowns to go around here. That's I'll, my point. I'll take a tight end. Four TDs is, yeah, is a max. I, I think. I think fans will do okay. I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they have many receiving options. What do you guys want to bet on this one? I will Sanders. tell you. He, he does not have more than five TDs. Yeah. I'm not going to take that bet because that's about, why. That's about right where I feel because he's going to have probably a lot more yards than he does touchdowns. But, uh, yeah, you're shaking your head. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so how? What, what's the over and under on yards? You want, you're willing to throw out there? Six. I I'll take say, the under on six fifty. That's the number that I was about to say, but that's probably about where he's going to end up. I'll, fuck it, I'll take the over. Can we do? Let's do. It well, like you this. gotta fuck. You, you do have some nuts on you. Let's do. Let's do this. Let's do this. If he either goes over six fifty or scores more than five touchdowns, I win. Okay. It's a bet. Yay! Yay! Uh, let's talk about some other guys that we like. How about Josh Jacobs? What, is your, what are your guys' thoughts on Josh Jacobs? Love it. Do you care to expound? Well, why am I? What, you tell us what you brought up about him. We're literal orators. He, well, he was. Uh, he's, a, he's one of two running backs that have been taken in the fucking draft, which is why I want to know what you think. I like it because he went to Oakland. Yeah. The Oakland gives the ball to the running back a lot. Even Doug Martin. Well, when let's he talk came about in, the he... Oakland running backs that were there in 2018. Yeah, but Doug Martin, when he was in there, he was fine for fantasy football. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, when he was in there, he was fine. The thing that's nice about the, the, that play calling is when they get inside the 10, they just hand it off and hand it off. And just the one guy, and they just keep handing it off. And they yeah, trust I, their running back. I agree with you. Lynch is retired. Doug Martin, you... It's not on a team. Not there. Jalen Rashard still is, but he carried the ball for 55 times last year. Yeah, Crowell. Catches. catches. I'm not having any faith that Crowell is going to actually run the ball. I mean, the one person that is still there is Chris Warren. Yeah. Who's kind of lurking in the dark somewhere. Yeah, if he's um, healthy and showing out in spring. Yeah. Well, you, you drafted Josh Jacobson because he's a bigger ball. guy and carried the load. There's too yeah. much opportunity to pass up on. on I think Josh, the opportunity is perfect. You know, the opportunity that he's going to have is perfect, but I mean, what is he? What did he show out in half a season? Like, He's kind of an unproven commodity at this point. Mm. Running in Alabama, obviously he's a high, high fucking talent. Well, the, the reason people of, liked him was not because of 
because of his numbers or even production, but what they saw on TV. Exactly. Like his right, skill right. Exactly. set but is, still, is impressive. But a lot of that, you know, you're running behind the best offensive line and blah, blah, blah. So we'll yeah, see. I, I, You'll I like, get the opportunity. I like the kid okay, and I think Oakland's an okay spot for him to land. I, I don't know that, like, if you're in our dynasty rookie draft, he's going to go top three. I'm not, if I were top three, I wouldn't touch him. Um, there's other guys that I would probably rather take at this point. We'll see where they end. We'll see where who at all. See, these you wouldn't end take up, him if, if if he ended up as our way of the tenth pick. If he drops all the way down to ten, yeah, I'd consider taking him. But our running backs are real strong. But it's still he's a good enough player that you would. Yeah, you, you I'd would take him at ten. But he's gonna go. He's gonna go top. Three. Sure. If he went to Tampa Bay, yes, all day I'd take him at any any position. I'd trade just because you him. think the offense is better. I just think that opportunity is better. Yeah. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen yeah, exactly. at any given right. time? Right. They could just blow up from inside out kind of shit. A lot of receivers have gone today in the draft, a couple of them yesterday. Any that stand out to you as really good spots or really bad spots that you're disappointed that their talent's going to be wasted? Uh, I like uh, I like what the Chiefs did, you know. Uh, they found the replacement for uh, <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Yeah, so t- uh, like this morning, right, that – or maybe last night it came out about Tyreek Hill, uh, and then today tell us about who they picked. Tell us what you what you have notes about. Yeah, this. they drafted Mecole Hardman. Some college stats for you here: sixty four percent catch rate, which uh, puts him in the top top eight to ten out of this rookie class here. That's going to get drafted. Um, yards per catch was sixteen point one. Yards per target was ten point three, which was pretty high. On the list, uh, his marginal efficiency in college was about 7%. His 40 time was a 4-3-3. He stands at 5'10". Um, and one of the most exciting things about this man, other than just raw speed and athleticism, he has only played wide receiver for two years of his life. So he's a little bit of a project, but I mean, quarterback? he was a high school quarterback oh, and, high and school corner. Yeah. He was. And Wasn't he, there a D tackle that was drafted yesterday that played high school quarterback? Then he walked on as a tight end or well, something. You know, he was the offensive tackle. No offensive. Tackle. And I think they might have said he even went to Georgia as a running back, yeah. and then uh, and then changed it up to wide receiver. So, you know, to go from there and picking up, you know, all the all of it, you know, all the knowledge it takes to be a wide receiver. He's got the athleticism and raw physical abilities. We'll see if he can kind of. Step in and fill a little bit of the Tyreek Hill role, knowing that uh, one way or the other, Hill's going to miss Please. some time, probably. Looks a little bit like Tyreek Hill on, on the He field. did look a little like Tyreek Hill. Same size. Speed. Probably not quite as quick. I mean, no. Hill's got nobody's, nobody's. Olympic quickness. But, but uh, you like him because of the opportunity. Yeah. Similar to Jacobson. Great option. With Mahomes as your quarterback, anything's possible. Now that Tyreek Hill is going to be cut from the team, it doesn't have to be Sammy Watkins. They have at least another option. Uh, here's a wide receiver that just recently got drafted. It's Andy Isabella going to Arizona. We'll talk about Kyler Murray in a second. I don't know why we haven't yet, but I think Andy Isabella going to Arizona is a nice opportunity for this kid. He's a kid who some people, some rankers had listed as their number one wide receiver. There was a lot of variation in that spot, but people like this kid. Uh, and part of the reason is last year, 1,700 yards, 1,700 yards receiving. 109 catches or 102 catches, something like that. In college, having over 100 catches is unfucking heard of. 23 touchdowns in the last two seasons combined for uh, Andy Isabella. He's a wide receiver that knows how to get open. Okay. Uh, obviously, Christian Kirk on one side of the field, Larry Fitzgerald stumbling his way through those slot routes, still at 47 years old, whatever he is. Some, they needed somebody on the other side of the field. Andy Isabella is going to be that guy. On a team that's going to throw the ball a bunch, they're going to run the air raid offense. That's why they brought in whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, what's his name? Kling- Kingsbury. Kingsbury. That's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is going to run the air raid offense. He's dating models. I'm with Kingsbury. He's hanging out with porn stars and shit. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking porn stars. Who's the quarterback models. that's fucking a porn star? That was Jimmy G. Was fucking Jimmy G. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think Andy Isabella, who's a good <laughs> receiver, has shown. Production in the past landed in a really good spot on a team that's going to throw the ball a lot. So I like him, and now I'm going to look at him come rookie draft. Yeah, some week. other notes on Isabella, man. He ran a 4-3-1. I don't know if you mentioned the that. The fastest wide receiver. Tied time. for the fastest was Paris Campbell, yeah, 4-3-1. Uh, what, what, some what's of the, the ceiling? Some of the 
Yeah, I don't know in that offense, but he's definitely a, a probably a wide receiver three kind of flex. His flex ceiling guy right now for this year anyway. Th- yeah, this year, this year, rookie wide receivers are never very good. Second year, we'll we'll see what the offense ends up looking like, but I think there's a chance a kid like this could could have a thousand yard receiving season. Seven he's, he's a five nine eight, kid. Nine, yeah. Five eight, nine. nine's pretty good. If he gets That's eight nine, I'd be I'd be ecstatic. Yards. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he knows. He knows how to produce. He knows how to get open. He knows how to do and get the ball. I I would probably that's too high. Um, there's yeah. just too much too many Especially things going on that offense. A lot of, a lot of unknowns. Yeah. A lot of unknowns. David Johnson's still there. I was assuming they're definitely worth a, you know definitely a dynasty interest. Oh, fuck levels yeah, a little higher interest. with a guy like this. One note I had on him was that he was Bowler. one of the few guys in the draft that had the combination Ooh. of elite quickness and Long speed. He was like it's a two hundred meter yeah. sprinter in college, like world champ or high school state champs and shit for two hundred meters. But he also, you know, tops, you know, on those forty yard cone drills and shit was top of the class in the wide receivers as well. So he's got that rare combination, even though he's kind of small in stature at five nine. But yeah, I had another guy, Paris Campbell. After I just mentioned him there, uh, another speed. Landed with the Colts, man. You guys were you jerking off about the Colts' offense, yeah, you know? and uh, for for good reason. You know they're gonna they're gonna put up some points. I think Paris Campbell kind of fits that uh, gadget guy role. Uh, Hilton's you know Hilton's just a good receiver now. He's what 31, 32. You know he's gonna run those great in routes and out routes. Uh, you got Funchess as the big body guy. I think Campbell's going to be able to step in there as just a speed gadget guy. I know you think Deion Kane's going to get some play in Paris there. Paris Campbell is like T.Y. Hilton was when he came to the Colts to begin with. He's the same guy, or the same kind. They've developed T.Y. Hilton into something else. But well, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna surprise you on deep routes. He's gonna do what he did in college and catch a hundred fucking screen passes and take them all out of the house. The right? reason I don't like right? him is because there's just not enough opportunity. Exactly, there's a lot of mouths to feed there. There's so many mouths, yeah, but six hundred passes a year. Yeah, but says like, he can feed them. They've got two tight ends. You're talking about two. There's already two to three receivers already there. I, I agree with him. I like him. Naheem Hines, Marlon Mack. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's too many mouths. But but we talked about it before. You know, at the end of the at the end of the day. You want to have pieces of the Rams. Sure. You want to have pieces of the Chiefs. Because when you need to fill a, a hole for a week, you might as well play one of those guys that has the potential to fucking have a big game for you. Well, you talked about it earlier. You talked about Dynasty. He's a lot more value in that. Uh, I just... It might, it might be three years before before this guy be, be, get, get becomes... He can hang out for the Colts yeah. for a couple of years, and Hilton phases out a little bit. It might you know, be three years he before he there. starts getting continuously 19. The, if you're listening to the show right now, you have to understand, and I said it a minute ago, but it's very rare for a wide receiver to come in rookies. We said it last week as well, to come in and have a really productive year. So like you can be real excited about these guys and where they're going. It just takes a lot longer for a receiver to learn the game and get comfortable with the game than it does like a running back or even these days these fucking quarterbacks coming in and being thrown in there real quick hey guys i want to talk about a pick that just just happened um daryl henderson running back from memphis two thousand yards rushing last year 22 fucking touchdowns last year again a guy that was on the very top of a lot of people's a lot of analysts uh lists uh, he went to the los angeles rams Okay. Obviously, Todd Gurley is there, but who the hell knows what's going on with Todd Gurley's yeah, knee? Arthritic knee. We're watching Todd Gurley's draft stock sort of slowly slip, drop, drop. He's still obviously going top eight, but I mean, like, at what point does it make sense to take Daryl Henderson and say that we know this kid can produce and perform? This is an offense that's great for the running back, and what maybe Todd? Well, you're going to take him regardless. Yeah, but how early? Yeah, that's a great. He's question. not going to be a guy that's going to immediately get a starting role, but like in a in our in a rookie draft, okay, like how high should he go? Because if Todd Gurley gets healthy again, I, I he's would, young. I would be surprised if he makes it out of the first round. Oh, he shouldn't be. Yeah, if we get he drops us at ten, I'm telling you right now, we're taking over everybody. Over Jacobson? No. 
Oh, he won't fall down. He won't fall out of the top ten. Cor- uh, all right. So, so if, if if Henderson's there, I think yeah, in your in, in the top ten of a rookie draft, you take him. Um, so let a, me ask in you, a regular draft, you're not taking way. him before the fourteenth. Yeah, like redraft in a redraft, you're going fourteenth round. Yeah, fourteenth round for me. From an auction standpoint, he's he's in the the the, the four dollar three dollar. Okay. There, there's too much. There's a t- there's a ton of upside. Though there's a possibility for this guy being, let's say Gurley manages not to be able to play again like he did the or, whole half. Or the they or season. they put a limit on him. Yeah, this guy's a guy that can come in immediately and do this. I mean, he's a littler dude, five nine, but he's two hundred pounds, so he's small but stout. C.J. Anderson style. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be a, maybe a handcuff too. You know, if if in the fall and uh, you know he's going to if you're a Gurley owner, he's going to be a handcuff because I I feel like Gurley might have that season where you know he's in a game, he's feeling good, feed the beast, thirty carries, but then one week he's going to come into you know, practices, he's yeah. pretty sore. Oh, we're just going to give him the week off, but they're going to call it like at game time. <laughs> hey, we're just going to sit him. Well, then guy, you better have this guy ready to go. I know this guy played for Memphis, but, uh, American <clears throat> Conference or whatever. But he averaged 8.2 yards per carry in yeah, his career. But I, I'm not sure you can make that same anymore with running backs. There's just too many running backs across the board that come from all sorts of different colleges yeah. now that are that are quite... David Johnson's a great one. I'm just saying, like, you know, the defenders are probably lesser. Yeah. But, I mean, he carried about 450 times, and he measured 8.2 yards per carry on 400. That's so good. that's a good sample size. This kid can play. You always said about it before, is, is getting people to make trades. Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't mind being an asshole in the league and and, and taking him early, earlier than he should go, yeah. and then and try and try to make a trade with the guy that the handcuff that the guy who wants him is the handcuff. Well, I the guy that has Gurley doesn't want Gurley because he's already offered me trades. So, see, there you go. He retracted it. But. I bet he's going to go out and draft fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. I just thought. Before the draft started, I thought the Ram, the if there was a running back to go to the Rams, that's a really interesting spot. Depending on who it is, Daryl Henderson is a great fucking fit on that offense if he should get an opportunity. Let's talk more receivers that uh, that we let's talk some receivers we don't like. We talked about Marquise Brown; that's a terrible landing spot. Any other really bad landing spots for any of these guys? If you don't have one, I've got one. Go. Okay, I want to talk about AJ Brown, another receiver. Again, I keep saying it. People had him at the very top of their lists. A.J. Brown goes to the Tennessee Titans here in the second round. So we said a minute ago that Lamar Jackson was a terrible quarterback for wide receivers because he throws it 24 times a game. Marcus Mariota threw it 25 and a half times a game last year. Okay, It's not much better. Corey Davis is already there. They just went out and got Adam Humphreys, who is a good receiving option. Um I don't Johnny even know Smith, who their tight Deion end is Lewis. anymore, but they've got options. Delaney Walker, maybe. The oh, Tennessee Titans crutches. have. They even came out and said in this offseason already, we want to run more than we did last year because we want to center our offense around Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown was a really exciting prospect coming into this whole process. Tennessee sucks. When Humphreys went there, I, went there, I was disappointed yeah, because we too. have him on our roster. Well, for some of the same reasons, I just ripped uh, uh, your, your boy who went to uh, Indy. Yeah, Paris Campbell. P- Paris Campbell. You're ripping the same guy on a bad offense. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. No opportunities, but there's, you know. But half, it's a much worse offense. I think 330 total pass attempts yeah. last year. Correct. I mean, to, to that matter, yeah, you do not want, you do not want this guy at all. No good. Which is a shame, because A.J. Brown is another guy that I was hoping to be able to target, but whatever. All right, give me some guys that you do or don't like. Well, let me know when you're ready for my T.J. Hawkinson rant. Is it that time? It's or? time for the Hawkinson rant right now. All right, so you know I'm a Lions fan, and the Lions David Montgomery to take just go? the Bears. TJ David Montgomery. Oh. Yeah, you know who loves David Montgomery? That'd Fucking be the good doctor. Doc. Does he? Or is he out of Iowa State? Yeah, imagine that. That's his boy, huh? He's a little guy, though. He'll be drafting him it's in the nine. Well, how much does he weigh? Two twenty. You know who he's really? going to be. Not that small. I thought he was small. That's LT size. Yeah, I thought he was small. He'll be targeting his two Iowa State boys in the dynasty now, draft then for sure. So right before this draft, we were offered Derek Carr in exchange for Mike Davis. And the question was like, are the Bears going to draft a running back and make Davis irrelevant? Are the Raiders going to draft a quarterback and make Carr irrelevant? I was willing to make that trade immediately. As I waited until after the Raiders didn't draft a quarterback. And then I swooped on it because I knew the Bears were going to do it. <laughs> 
David Montgomery, though. Sorry, Bullfrog. Go ahead. Tell us about your Hawkinson hate. Well, there's like, it's a love-hate feel here. So let me give you kind of both ends. It's a great landing spot because it was probably the biggest void of the Lions roster. Um, They needed a tight end. They did get Jesse James in free agency, but Jesse James is not a dynamic playmaking type. No, he's not. He's a solid tight end. 6'8 or 6'7, a huge target, and that's it. Um, So as far as it fills a need for blocking, you know, Quinn talked about Hawkinson has basically checked every box that they could find to check with Hawkinson as far as needs from a tight end position. Uh, he can play fourth down, third down, receive, block, you know, blitz, uh, all that stuff. So I like that. Isn't he's he in Iowa. Like, isn't he kind of like George Kittle, but, right. but, but can actually get Born and bred from Iowa, so you'd think that's a good uh, lineage. Uh, we'll see. So I like it in terms of that. What I, what I don't like is that, you know, leading up to this draft, that's all they ever said was that it's the deepest tight end class fucking in the history yeah. of whatever. So it's like, in order for Hawkinson to live up to the eighth pick, he has to be Gronk part two or more. That's the yeah, eighth, well, eighth also, overall pick. He can also block. The like eight fucking Hawkins. That, that's just my point. But I mean, awesome. he's 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 not just George Kittle who can actually just catch the ball. He, this guy can, can line up. Kittle's a good blocker. Not as good as like probably not Gronk as good as prime. some of these guys. But 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 I mean, you look, you go and say like, all right, who who's the top tight ends? You know, Gronk was a second rounder. Kelsey was a third rounder. Kittle yeah. was a fifth rounder. And they're the best tight ends in the game. And the Lions go and take one in the first round in the eight hole, like. What do you expect to get out of a tight end in yeah, the but, eighth pick? But I mean, if you could, you have to be otherworldly. If you could draft Gronk again. Gronk would be going in the first round in the top ten picks. Could be otherworldly. Yeah, but is he going to be Gronk? Who Give knows? Him a chance. But that's what you have to get in I, order for this to pay off. I you have to get Gronk. I don't think it's that bad of a pick. I don't think it is either. But do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's the, 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 look, in order to get what I, he's worth I, I'm a in Bears the eighth fan. hole, he has to be Gronk. I'm a Bears fan, and two, three years ago, we moved up a a one draft selection to one. take Mitch Trubisky. We buddy. gave away a first and a second yeah. last year, and the second. Of the we year gave up all sorts to move up one selection and get Mitch Trubisky. They weren't going to draft him anyways. Do you know how good Mitch Trubisky has to turn out? Yes. Best ever. Well, that, yeah, that's 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 what I mean. He's gonna be phenomenal. Yeah, but that's the risk you always take with quarterbacks because quarterbacks always fucking but, go early. But I think always. A, a, a good tight end. I don't. They don't ever go that high. But he's not. It's not that. There's. It's not that bad. I, I don't. I don't think there's that. He can't be that bad. I guess is my point. But he probably has a pretty good floor. I agree. He's a but very good tight end. He's a very good tight end. He's a and great I'm fine with that. But you could have gotten a very good tight end in the third round, probably in this draft. Who did you want? This is what's the problem here? Yeah, he, wanted, he's a good tight end. Allen. Ed Oliver. Yeah, Ed Allen. Oliver. You wanted Allen. He went one pick before. Josh Allen would have been better. So I mean, but really, you know, we in in part of the butt hurtness because my ass is a little sore is just you know Eric Ebron first round pick twenty fourteen. Yeah, you got that memory. Did that pay off? No. 2009, we take Brandon Pettigrew in the first round. that do anything for us? Oh, you Fuck sound, no. You sound like a burned out fucking Detroit fan. The right last now. tight end we had that was worth shit happened to have a name that must be just good for Lions, and that was Charlie Sanders. 1968 to 1977. Jesus. Seven Pro Bowls, Hall of Famer. Here's the saddest part. Charlie Sanders holds the all-time record for receiving yards for a tight end for a Lion. Not anymore. He's and not. You know how many yards I it is? you that. You know how many yards it is? Take oh, a guess. Jesus. 4,000-something for all your time. all-time leading tight end. It's pretty end. bad. 4,000-something It's going to change, yards. buddy. I fucking Staff- hope it changes in four seasons. Stafford's a good enough quarterback. I hope in four fucking seasons Hawkinson takes down that fucking record. Stafford's a good enough quarterback. Maybe not because Stafford's never fucking produced a tight end. Ever. Because he never has the, the team's well, two first rounders. We shall see, buddy. Third fucking chance for a first round tight end. This will be the true tale. Eric Ebron couldn't catch the ball when he was in. Apparently, he could. Maybe Stafford's just junk. I don't know. That, that, that could be accurate. He's still done. good enough. Rant over. Rant over. Edit it. Just fucking cut it Let's out. Talk anyway. about San Francisco. <laughs> they drafted two wide receivers in rounds two and three. Debo Samuel from South Carolina, and then they went out and got this Jalen Hurd kid who. Played as a running back for the first couple of years. Switched last year. Changed schools. Went to Baylor. 
played receiver there. I uh, I like a I like the receiver spot in San Francisco. I don't think Debo Samuel is a good choice there. However, he's exactly the same player as Dante Pettis, who we already like. They have some other needs. They needed a bigger size speed combo guy. Jalen Hurd is six four. 210 pounds and he can run. So maybe that's a better pick there. Um, so I actually like the Jalen Hurd better than I like the Debo Samuel. People talked a lot about San Francisco as being a great spot for wide receivers. Interesting that they picked two there. I think the one that succeeds is the one that came later. But Ooh, that's, I'm not a big, I'm not big on Hurd. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of wide receiver skills. He's only done yeah, it for one right, year as a running back. Let's coach him. He had a thousand yards receiving anywhere last year in Baylor. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what he's he can slow. Do. Is he slow? Ran like a four six or seven. Ooh. I mean, that's not slow, but in, slow. in NFL receiver land, I guess it is. It's less slow when you're six foot four and a half inches tall. But like I said, the big body guys. I don't know. I'm falling out of love with the big body oh, six, boys. Sorry, six five. Six five. He's a big boy. And he was running back. That's he strange. was a running back. That's strange. He ran a four six nine. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's just looking for a fun height adjusted speed score. 65th percentile, though. Not too okay, great. Okay. Not too bad, but not too great. Anybody else we want to talk about here? Picks just keep happening. They're hard yeah, to they're keep up with. They're fucking flying. Did you list Holy Miles shit. Sanders? That's a good one to talk about. Let's, oh, let's talk about Miles Sanders. Yeah, I was so, so fucking pumped about Miles Sanders going into the draft. I liked him. I liked his skill set. He could do a little bit of everything. And then he goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe the worst landing spot for a running back in the last couple of years. Since Pierce has been there for sure. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's a, it, we talked about last time, last year being a dumpster fire for tight ends, just complete garbage. That's what this position is, is for Philadelphia. Josh Adams, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Who else is there? There's, is there a couple more? Is uh, Ajayi still there? Ajayi's not there anymore. He's not on a team at all, I don't think, but, uh, uh, what's the kid's name? Um, yeah. Nobody worth talking about. <laughs> Can't remember his fucking name anymore. I got a couple receivers that I've got my eye on that haven't been drafted yet. Talk to me. Throw a couple out there. Guys yeah. that I like that could uh, have some value, depending on where they land. Gary Jennings Jr., heard the, heard the name? Uh-uh. Uh, slot receiver. Well, will be an NFL slot receiver out of West Virginia. Uh, 73% catch rate in college, one of the highest marginal efficiency out of all the receivers in the draft. Ran a 4-4, 240. Uh, read some good, some good stuff about him that he's going to have a good value late in the draft. Could be a really good slot receiver. Uh, you know, and if he gets in the right team, keep an eye out for that name, Gary Jennings Jr. Uh, and then the other guy that I don't think's been picked yet, uh, was Emmanuel Hall out of Missouri. Heard that name? No, no, you're, you're diving deep, buddy. That's what we do. do Only you? in the draft. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll leave Wiz up to the real deep diving. <laughs> but uh, Emmanuel Hall, uh, a lot of writers had him as the best deep threat in college. Uh, 6-2-201 in his last 13 games when he was actually playing because he did battle some injury problems. He had 61 catches for 1,300 yards Can you in explain his last why, why you like him, who's 6-2 in the deep ball? We just talked about... Small little receivers that that go over because he's got he's right on that cusp. You get to that six four six five. <laughs> it's too big. Six four six five. It's too deep. <laughs> the ladies don't like that. The ladies don't like that. You ever, you ever seen the statues of the Greek gods? I have. What do they have? Big dicks. No, that's a lie. They have teeny little weenies. <laughs> <laughs> and back in the day, that was something the women thought was pleasurable. Was the teeny little weenie, and it's kind of coming back to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Says a man with a teeny little weenie of his own. Damn it. Two, two guys I want to talk about before we stop, unless something happens that we should mention. Oh, there is some oh. breaking NFL oh, Network is. news here, guys. Yeah, we oh, we knew, knew that already, the trade. Ooh, and a 2025th they There's also threw in picture. there. Yeah, that's garbage. Two guys that, that we should. Ooh, I like this guy. Terry McLaurin, where's he going? What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Trey Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> Trey Quinn, Trey let Quinn. the fuck out right there, buddy. He's he going to play that same spot. He might Six take foot, it from him. Son bitch. Son bitch. Two guys we haven't mentioned that we should absolutely talk about. DK Metcalf goes in a second round to Seattle, um, which I, yesterday I said all day during the first round, I thought Seattle was going to take DK Metcalf. Big-ass receiver. 
somebody that could be a clear target for a, a scrambling Russell Wilson. What do you guys think about DK Metcalf and him in Seattle? I think that's the, one of the best possible spots that he could land. They're starved. Well, not only receiver. that, but I mean, we like Russell Wilson because he, he runs around and, and waits for guys to get open, and Metcalf can get, he just outrun people. Well, not only that, but he's throw the ball up to him and see if he can catch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it could turn into one of those Ben Roethlis, Roethlisberger just extended play, big play guy, Chucking. you know. He's scrambling, turns yeah. left, turns right. Oh, DK's open 60 yards down the field. Let me just chuck it to him. The only thing I, I, that concerns me a little bit is Jimmy Graham was there. Uh, they, they've had these receivers that have been big and they, just, they don't produce enough points. Lockett ones that, or is it one of the, is one of the, Newer ones has been able to do that. I'm not sure if there's a lot of differences. DK Metcalf is also fast as fuck. Also, not a great receiver, actually. <laughs> He's not. He's Look who big... the Patriots are about to pick right here. It's already on the board. Fucking the Doc's jizzing in his pants right now. Chase Vinovich. Bang. He fits their kind of role. Yeah, yeah, in the third round. It's a really good pick. Yeah. He's going to go Kinda suck. Like he Bra- He's going to go suck Brady off, probably. Um, yeah, DK, whatever. He's big, Metcalf, big dude, fast dude, whatever. I don't know. Not a bad landing spot for him. He may have an opportunity to thrive. The last guy that we haven't talked about is Kyler Murray. Let's talk about Kyler Murray. You don't think he's going to be a good quarterback for fantasy or NFL? It's a very good question. Um, I don't think he's a very good NFL quarterback. And but I mean, obviously, I think I, I, I prefer the, the big stand up in the pocket and can throw phenomenal footballs. Um, he's not that. Um, he'll produce fantasy points. I mean, he's similar to Baker, right? Is he going to produce as good as Baker? I don't think he has weapons around him as good as Baker does. Uh, he learned from Baker, didn't he? I, I like him enough he, to be relevant. What What is he? 15 quarterback? 16? Murray? Yeah. I ranked him. I, did, I, I'm, I was working on my rankings. I got him at 13 right now. Whew, that's pretty high. Yeah, it is. Well, I think he's gonna he's gonna rush. He's gonna get the rushing yards on top of it, which helps. I got him ahead of. Let's see who I got him ahead of right now. Thirteen's pretty high. Um, I got him ahead of Jared Goff. I got him ahead of Garoppolo. I got him ahead of Wentz. I got him ahead of Dak Prescott. You're a little crazy in those ones. Um, here's a question for you guys. I got him ahead of Trubisky. Where did did Baker finish last year? Right around twelve. No. Really? No, because he didn't play all year. Right. I guess my concern like here is this: that I think they're very similar, except Baker now has a, a phenomenal amount of talent around him. I don't think you can make the same statement for Murray. They're putting ta- they're, they are putting talent. They're putting talent, but not use, the same level no, of talent. They're going to use a lot of David Johnson, which is going to be good for him. I think he's going to be fine. I think it'll be really good for fantasy, even this very first year, because uh, they're just going to keep trying to get the ball in the end zone, which sounds stupid because all teams do that, but I think they're going to do it differently than most, and I think they'll be successful. I think the offense is going to be easily the most improved offense from last year to this because they were fucking terrible last year. Uh, and they'll but be good ready. enough to go number 13, and that, that's a little too, I, I think, your four or five spots way too high. Yeah, I think he'll go 13. I think I think he'll go 13. I, I want to make a bet. Sure. So let's make a bet at 15. Um, Baker Mayfield did finish number eleven last year in TDs. Yeah, there you go. Um, go fifteen. What, what are we? What are we stating? Just overall points, fantasy points. I will. I'll take that. It's a bet. You want to get into some ruggy? Uh, you saying fifteen? Over under fifteen. Yeah, I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take Wiz's side. Did you take the last bet? No. Hang on, I muted my drops. It's a bet. Yay! I think, to me, the one thing that's going to hold them back is the offensive line. They have yet to, back. They have yet to draft them. They were about difference. the worst offensive line in the fucking league. And well, they lost they their center even, right before the season began. Yeah, oh, but there's more they, to an offensive line. Yeah, I guess that's the concern center. here is that they haven't drafted. They haven't addressed it yet. No. no. And now you're into the Because they're picking weapons, round. baby. Yeah, but again. Two receivers. So my thought is give them a year. Give them another year or so. Let them, let them get their tool. Let them get their weapons. Let them address the offensive line. And then he could be, you know, really climbing the charts. But, uh. The last thing I'm going to be looking for here in this third round is Tampa Bay. They've got two picks. 
And uh, I just traded for Ronald Jones in our dynasty league. <laughs> and they haven't taken a running so back. I'm really back. sweating my balls right now and praying they don't that take they don't take a running Singletary's back gone. here in these two picks. No one took him. Yeah, Singletary went to... I feel like if, if they sit on running back through this round with these two picks, they're buying into Ronald Jones. Yeah, he went to Buffalo. They're not buying into fucking running. But jokes. if they if they get a if they get a running back here, then I'm gonna be <laughs> sweating a little bit. They're not buying into fucking Ronald Jones. When did they take him last year? Pretty damn early, wasn't it? Yeah. First yeah, first sure. round. Was it first or was it tail end of the first beginning of the second? Well, one of the two. Um, yeah. All right. Look, there's a lot more draft to come. A lot more shit's gonna happen. But we're gonna stop talking to you guys about it and just go enjoy it. Do the same for yourself. Next week, we're going to have a Dynasty startup mock draft for you guys. It will include all these rookies, so we'll have an opportunity to show you where we actually value them in a startup sort of mock draft situation. If you are in a startup uh, Dynasty League, your draft is coming up soon, so it might be helpful to you. Bullfrog's in a Dynasty League for the first time. Maybe a little mock might help him get his feet under him. For now, we got a lesson of the day from our boy, the Bullfrog. Lesson of the day, guys. When it comes to the NFL draft, it's a fucking rocking good time. But no one knows fucking shit. (laughs) Till they get on the field and play. True story. There you go. All right, uh, fuck off. Go watch some football. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.